Hey, yo, you ready? Let's do it. All right, back with episode number five here at Three's Company. True, Three's Three's Company. And uh, we here at Byron were without the boogeyman for what felt like forever. Jack, where'd you go? Can you fill us in on your little vacation? You know, it's something that just dawned on me is everybody knows the Where's Waldo. So whenever you go on vacation, we're going to start calling these segments Where's Jacko. So before you get going, that's going to be a new section on our pod is Where's Jacko. I'm definitely going to try not to disappoint everybody. I might have to book a couple more trips. But last weekend, gosh, what a treat. Putin Bay. Yeah, you guys heard me. The it Hamptons of Ohio. The Hamptons of Ohio. I love that. Where I go and we're dancing. Handshakes in the Hamptons and getting drunk in the mansion you. I love that. You could go Nantucket too because you got to take a ferry to get there. Uh, but definitely an interesting time. I was up there for a, you know, a birthday soiree. Not going to name names here, but just going to throw out a couple more. Uh, we had some highlights in Jamaica. We're going to have some highlights here in Putin Bay. So first and foremost, we're going to remain nameless with the stories here because there was definitely some incidents on the island, as anybody would know when you throw Putin Bay into the mix and a bunch of hotheads, testosterone-ridden dudes. Um, but, you know, I think kicking it off real nice was... Um, Double fisting mojitos at Mojito Bay. What a classy move. It is, uh, it's, it's an all-time classic. Like, you get there and you're like, well, we have to go to Montego Bay. Sorry, Mojito Bay. I was, I was in Montego Bay, you know. <laughs> but, uh. Were, were two straws involved? <laughs> there was two straws involved. My buddies were just, like, feeding them to me. Let alone, like, all right, oh, I got to tell you guys about Best ice I've ever got happen to me in my entire life. I was sitting on like a bench facing away and there was like a picnic table behind me and I saw dudes like eating Chex Mix and then they put the bag on the table and like without even looking I just reached my hand back for the Chex Mix because I was so damn hungry and there was an ice sitting in it I like wow I was I was floored it was amazing I was like dude this is talk about having IQ your friends just knowing the boogeyman would be hungry and just planting an ice in there I know I was like that's two steps ahead dude I was snacking all day like I was dying for a meal and then like not even seven minutes later my girlfriend comes out and she's like Jack can you like tie the the back of my shirt and I'm like yeah like sure whatever nice congrats on the sex she had an ice (laughs) she had an ice like in the back keistered? of her skirt. Was it oh, keistered? wow. <laughs> so we're talking like two down in like seven minutes. I was... Did you get down on a knee or did you stand up? I got down on a knee both times. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I hate when you ice somebody, they're like, oh, I'll do it, but I'm not getting down on a knee. Yeah, that's what we call pussy. But anyway, Might as well just not do it. Might as well just smash about on the ground. Anyways. So they, all right, that was rolling me in in Mojito Bay and then the double fist in the mojitos there. Uh, was just It was just a lot. So, like, somehow made it over to Frosty's, was eating pizza, came outside. This is kind of where the night went off the rails. My one buddy was bleeding. I was like, well, what the hell happened? And they're like, oh, like, he got hit in the face. And I was like, oh, it's super casual. And it was actually by a guy who was, like, a mutual friend of ours in, like, the group next to us. So, we got Jack downing ices. We got one kid bleeding already, stumbling over at the bar. He was, like, stupid drunk, too. And then um, night goes on. They ended up having to take him home. Another kid was outside the bar. He got a ticket from the cops because he was peeing. Uh, And then the girl he was with threw the ticket away 
So now he doesn't have it. So he has to like, like look it up in their system. Then got home. Somebody slept in the bed I was supposed to sleep in, ended up pissing the bed and it was like soaking wet. Well, it wouldn't have been much sleeping if you were in that bed either, though, right? <laughs> I mean, there was other people in the room, but, you know, has a slow before. stroke at that point. <laughs> uh, That's when somebody stands up and be like, is somebody making mac and cheese in here right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, that's an all-time vine right there. All right, Jose, what do you like to eat? Uh, fish, macaroni, and cheese. It's cheese. Listen, white boy, nobody fucking asks you. Fast forward to the morning. 7 a.m. Somebody starts waking everybody up. I'm pissed as I slept out on like a love seat. No blankets, like just curled up. Like my back was killing, my neck was hurting. I'm like, let's get out of here on the ferry. Like the guys just had to like shotgun beers and like we're drinking on the ferry. They called ahead. There was a cop waiting for us like the second we drove the car off. This was an all-time line out of one of my friends. Like one of the dumbest things I ever heard. Cop goes, son, can you get out of the car, please? He gets out of the car and he goes, it's 8 a.m. on a Sunday. Did you guys not drink enough yesterday? <laughs> he looks him in the eyes and goes, we were just trying to finish off the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's what you get when you go to Putin Bay. Uh, you know, as crazy as those stories sound, as fun as that weekend sounds, that's pretty much like par for the course from what I hear up in Putin Bay. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not... Honestly, it's probably like a low key. Yeah. Out of some people's horror God stories. God bless but those bar owners, those residents, <clears throat> those police officers up there. They probably see people's shit. daughters, man. You guys, people's you don't even daughter. know how much money they're making money hand over fist. Literally. <laughs> Back in the sweatshop at Nam, we found a cat. We tossed it right in the soup. Those hungry bastards ate cat soup every day. What's the worst thing that could happen? Some little kid choke on a hairball and die. So then you toss him in the soup. I was making money hand over foot, literally. This place we rented was like $1,600 a night, and it was like one of the shittiest cabins I've ever been in. It was disgusting. I mean, you got to think Mojito Bay's licking their chops when they see the boogeyman get off the ferry, too. They know you're good for at least 10 to 12. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have like 30 different flavors. Like, I was rocking cucumber ones. Delicious. Yeah, you know, John Carroll. I go to John Carroll. For those of you who don't know, I'm going to be a senior next year, and they do a senior week up at Putin Bay every year. And uh, I don't think I can do it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know of a better way for a Jesuit institution to send their seniors <laughs> off than a weekend at Putin Bay. I yeah, I'm not cut from that. Degenerate club. Irish Catholics. Yeah, ready to go. All right, so kind of want to get your guys' opinion on this. I think it's a phenomenal question that you know Simon brought up, and it's if you could be on one TV show, whether it be reality, fiction, nonfiction, whatever. What would you guys choose and why? Well, I talked about it on one of the earlier podcasts. The Bachelor is the first thing that comes to mind. But for the sake of already talking about that, this is a hard question for me because I would love to go and work in the office, you know, on the office TV show. But, like, that's not very glamorous and it's not very exciting. Like, it'd be fun to know everybody and be, like, you know, one of the guys in the office. But I don't. that's not my answer. I don't know. Luke, you have an answer? Uh, so the first thing that popped into my mind was like some show where I could win money. Like who wants to be a millionaire? But I, I don't think that's what I would do. I'm going to throw this out there. I would do Impractical Jokers just because I feel like I could wake up every day and be fantastic at that. Not a real filter guy. <clears throat> you know, I, 
they do bad stuff, but like it's not that bad. Yeah. And like, it, I feel like it's it'd be like a cool vibe. Plus, I feel like I get along with those guys. So. Yeah, that that's that's actually a good one. Jack, you have any ideas? Yeah, well, I mean, you guys know my love and passion. I don't know how many people know about the challenge, but it's basically a spinoff of the real world. They're on like season 35. I've probably watched 20 of them. I grew up watching them, and it was always these like meathead dudes would go on the show. They've gotten like away from that, like now that the guys are like a lot more diverse. But like for a while, there was a sweet spot where it was like just big. Just sons of bitches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I would have never fit in in that era because they would have just pummeled me. <laughs> and I'm a bigger guy, but but now, like, the way they're doing it, and th this is the thing is, like, you know, you compete for money and there's, like, politics in the house. The beauty, the, like, the beautiful part about it is, like, none of these people are college educated. So I think if you gave me the ability to go in there and, you know, manipulate people around the house... And then even get into some of the challenges where there's like puzzles involved. I mean, I'm talking like they can't even finish a level three Sudoku puzzle. Like they time out on it. Like I would probably have that done in 48 seconds. And I'm like the farthest thing from like a whiz kid. So with that being said, I think I could go in. I could dominate. I can bring like uh, some humor to the show. It would just come down to there's a lot of training involved. Like the last final was like 50 miles long. So I'd have to be, you'd have to be game ready for it. I'd have to train for probably a few months, but I mean, they're so stupid. If anybody's watched the show, these people are so stupid and emotional. I've watched that show with you and I've always held the same thought that like, I could do this no problem. This shit's cake, like it's breeze. Like this shit's a breeze. You know what I'm saying? This finna be a breeze. Yeah. But like we were watching the finale this year, Jack and I. Dude. And it was Woof. the first time where I looked at it and I was like, I, I don't think I can do that. Luke. Yeah. Luke didn't see it. For those of you who haven't seen it, basically they dropped, how many was it? Four or five? What do you mean? Doesn't in the finale, matter. it was five people. Right? Yeah, there was like, well, there was like eight, but like four finished. Okay, so it was like, eight people. They dropped them in like the Sahara. I can only assume like some sort of desert. I think there it was, was, it was absurd. And then they <laughs> like, had to walk 27 miles and then compete and like they would just like walk or run during the day. Yeah. And then they didn't get any food from when they started. Except for at one point, one of the challenges was like, you know, like like finish the food fastest. And it was like oatmeal and like all this <laughs> shit. And they were like, like I've never bagels, been so excited bananas. to see food, but like not at the same time. That was the first time where I was like, I couldn't, I would have I would have crumbled. I wouldn't have the money wouldn't have been worth it. Yeah. But I was gotten lightheaded and dizzy for those of you who know me in the first two miles. And easily. you're you're just chopping out of there. Yeah, no, I'm just sitting down like a lot of people did and just passing out. And it's not like the most glamorous show, but like growing up watching it, like kind of being invested in these people, like I follow them on Twitter and shit. It would it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, I think I could be I think I, I could make some waves. I mean, I, I think we all would have been the guys that, that we would have looked great starting off. We would have gotten some mud. We would have had the eye black under, put oh, on yeah. our shoulders so we don't burn. And then three miles. Made in, like, like yeah, a couple athletic plays because none of them are like none of them are athletes. They're just like gym, like muscle heads. Well, the one <laughs> they, who won was on. Um, what was he on? Survivor of, of Turkey. Turkey. Oh, he was a dead ringer when they brought him in. He was like a he, 10 time dude, winner he won of survival yeah. turkey. Yeah, like he won it every single season. Oh yeah, they, they, don't, they don't have any restrictions over, over there what they do on turkey. They're playing Russian exactly. roulette over there. How about he won the, <laughs> it was $700,000 that he won. And I look at Simon, I was like, dude, he's a fucking millionaire in turkey. And like the next cut to him, he's like, 
He's like, oh my God, like I'm a millionaire in Turkey. He literally said that. Yeah, because we did the math and it's like 700,000, you know, cut that. It was like three point something million. Cut that in half. It's like 450,000, you know, 450,000 after taxes like here in America. And even that is like 2.3 million of their currency. Wow. I know. But my TV show, I really think I would err on the side of like, I'm surprised you're not a Game of Thrones guy. Boogie couldn't last in Game of Thrones. That's the thing. I feel like we're missing a lot of TV shows right now. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking of like what it can do to ca- catapult my life. Get, yeah. like, like the Bachelor, dude. You're you'd probably never have to work another day in your life. You can like run yeah. Instagram ads the rest of your life or whatever, or like yeah. go to another reality TV show and like you're your cake. You're set. What about like Gossip Girl? Like, do you guys ever watch that show? Like, no, that'd be pretty fun. Been told that I should. That'd be pretty cool. When I look at Jack, I see Gossip Girl. It's written all over his face. Oh, I got my <laughs> show for sure. The OC. The OC. That's my show. That's a good I'd, one. I don't know if I'd want to be like Seth Cohen or like, what's his name, who comes um, and just falls face first into like all that wealth, but that, you know, you guys know me. I'm going to throw this out here, and it's been toyed around based on my personality, that I would be a fantastic protege to Ari Gold. <laughs> I feel like I could just kind of Entour- another good one. I could just kind of hang around in the entourage, <laughs> take my licks, you know, not doing anything too glamorous, and then wham, sells the company. Who's there? Lukester. Man, that's a great. I'm the type You've of guy seen- that can make hard decisions. Luke, have you seen all of Entourage? No. You haven't seen all of Entourage? Are you right. serious? Give me. I want a power rankings out of all of us on, like, characters on, on tape of Entourage top the the five, like Ari, and then the four. I mean, do you have yours ready? No. I think number one is Ari. Number two is drama. That's the closest for me. Like, I love drama. Number three is probably Turtle, four, Eric, and last Vince. That's the same exact for me, but, like, if I can make Vince further down than last, <laughs> I just wanted to be known that I would. No, Mandy Moore is the worst character to ever be in that show. Oh, God. she Yeah. yeah. I think the only one that I would flip is Turtle just because I feel like... I, we all know people that are like turtle and like they're all funny as shit and so like I don't know just in terms of relatability I might put, tur- put turtle at two and drama wow. at three but drama's funny as shit yeah so. So drama funny. like the first time I ever watched it I'm like this guy's an idiot like I hate him and now I've watched it like three or four times through yeah he gets funnier every single time I watch absolutely. it absolutely like that's just his character uh, then bringing in Scott Conn in the last two seasons, he was a good power player. I didn't even mm-hmm. see him. Yeah, he was good. Um, that's a great show. I would want to be a part of that show too. Just be like Turtle or something or drama. All right, so Jack brought this up the other day to us. And the question is, if there could be a Sabermetrics statistical sheet on your life, what is something, one stat, would you want everybody to know about you? Jack, you had something? Yeah, so there, I mean, there's a couple that come to mind. Think back to my Call of Duty days, Dark Matter camo, 10th Prestige. That's a badge. That's, Grow up. Grow that up. is a badge of honor. Um, I'm a champion sleeper. I don't know how far that would get me in life, but again, people would be like, wow, he uh, consistently sleeps a lot. Um, but what it really comes down to, and I don't want it to get interpreted as like, oh, this kid really cares what other people think. 
but from a from a standpoint of like let's say I've met 15,000 people in my life I would want a stat put together of like complete objectivity of how many of those people would say they like me and it would almost be like an uber rating so if I if 11,000 out of the 15,000 liked me that would be whatever percentage broken down yeah but like I don't know if you mean that because like do you really care if some idiot like likes you or not I don't but like you walk into a room and that stat's shown at like a potential employer okay yeah, yeah, or yeah. like that's, you're yeah that's, that's you're forming like true. a relationship like people are gonna be like holy shit like he's very well liked that's true if you're hitting on some drunk trick at the bar and you got 95 percent above your head versus like 27 yeah 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 exactly well, depending on her father issues, 27 might actually be <laughs> a good thing for her. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why you have the numbers showing it. But I, I think that could do a lot of things um, in a lot of different ways. That's a good outside-the-box thought. I like that. Thank you. Did you have something you wanted to say? No, I, I'm trying mulling over over here. I can't really think of anything. This uh, one, this is tough. It's tough. I mean, I'm having trouble with it because there's certain things that I would like to know but wouldn't necessarily want other people to know them about me. Like, first thing that comes into my head, mom and dad, if you're listening, turn this off. But, like, how much time have I spent in my life jerking off? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily want that to be above my head 24-7, but I would love to have a printout of how long it's been. And, you know, if I really think about it, if I'm being liberal with the numbers here, there's, you know, I've probably been doing it since I was, like, 14, right? We've all been doing it for a while. I'm 22 now, so that's eight years. You figure, you know, ballpark it around maybe three times a week consistently. Um, it's been more. It's definitely been less. But, you know, and then you <laughs> the start, ebbs and flows. You start to take, like, timing into it between setup, you prep know. Prep work, clean up. <laughs> prep work, clean up. <laughs> You're looking at about 20 minutes. So 20 times three, you know, that's 60 minutes a week. And then out of 52 weeks in the year, it's 52 hours. 51. We don't do it around Christmas. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah. And these are all ballpark because there's times I don't. And there's, you know, there's ebbs and flows. There's influxes. That's more than two, two days in an entire year. Okay. But like, this isn't just me. Okay? I know. I know. I know. Don't make me sound like some sort of sexual deviant. <laughs> but like you said, it was 14. So that's six years of your life times 2.2, whatever. Yeah. You're looking at two whole weeks of your entire life. It's sickening. When bro. you start to break uh, down the numbers, it is mind-blowing stuff. I, I think for me, what I would want to know is, it kind of goes back to the Uber, is how long I've spent in my life in pointless conversations. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I get done with the conversation, I can just check in on my phone and be like, was it worth it? Was it not? And, like, yes, no. And just because that's a good stat, employers want to know, you know, like, is this guy gonna stick in there, roll with the punches? Yeah, and I think Probably. we should preface it and say, like, out of a lot of the people I know, for whatever reason, like, Luke attracts the weirdest, strangest people in conversations, and they like they like click to him. I think you just don't shut it down quick enough. I think you're, I think you're a little bit too nice and a little bit too like lenient, like, you know, I. I had something said about me the other day, like, you know, Simon, I feel like I always just, you know, kind of like walks away mid-conversation. <laughs> That's something that somebody said about me. And I feel like you could probably do that a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I, I just, I get caught in it and then I'm just 
I'm just there. Next thing I know, it's five minutes gone, and I got to just do one of those veteran, like, hey, good to see you, shoulder tap, walk away, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I could equate it to Andy Bernard when he once said something about, like, trying to win people over. And he's like, name repetition, personality mirroring, and what was the third one? <sighs> name repetition, personality mirroring, and... Uh, I know the scene. He's standing in front of the anger management office. Yeah. How? Name repetition, personality mirroring, and positive reinforcement. Whatever, whatever it may be, I think Luke effectively does a job of matching people's tones physically. <laughs> so like, he gets like expressive. Yeah, like when he agrees, like he'll throw his shoulders into it, and the other person will be doing the same thing. And I think that's why they're drawn to you. Whereas like. Simon might walk away. Like, I'll be standing in a conversation. Like, I just, like, I won't move if I'm not interested. But Make you feel like, important. <laughs> Make them feel special. No, that's a good, that's a good thing. We could throw that on your stat sheet, too. Yeah, that's, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. It's a gift. I, got, I think I got mine. I think what I would want is, like, like, illnesses defeated or, like, hardships bared and like crossed you know what i mean you know what i'm talking about it's like it, right that'd be kind of cool yeah no you guys are giving me blank stares here i think it'd be cool i think it'd be I mean, interesting it would be what, until like, you, you think a little you think you'd walk around and you'd have like a stronger immune system than most people <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just look, like look at people's not like it'd be interesting you'd be like but oh it, shit it's, like, it's all fun and games so you and uh, one of the lost boys from kenya walk into a bar together and you're at like 94 hardships and he's at like 477 I mean, yeah i think 94 is even a high, high one for me <laughs> it's more in the 20s but uh, something about an ice kid who walks to school like eight miles in the snow he doesn't even have a hat so i mean <laughs> yeah i don't know that's a tough question. All right, so there's a uh, floating around the internet. There's a um, a scenario about would you rather kill 25 kittens in a row, in a row, or one dog, nature's finest creature. So I, the answer is pretty easy for me. I have a dog right upstairs. So uh, Jacko, you didn't really have a dog growing up. You had cats. Dude, you're a cat guy, buddy. I am all about the numbers. I've met a ton of shitty little asshole small dogs like kitten sized dogs that just yap like little chihuahuas like annoying i met some nice ones don't get me wrong but i've come across plenty of dogs that annoy the shit out of me where it's like i'd rather do this once than 25 times and you're sick if you think you can do that 25 times Hold on here. Well, you're not you're not ripping out Bella. The I'm question talking. needs to be put. I think to make it even, it can't just be some dumbass chihuahua down the street. It's got to be. You have like a an, a little bit of an emotional connection to this dog. Doesn't necessarily mean it's yours. Doesn't mean it's Bella because obviously I know you kill 25 cats before you kill Bella. Yeah, I kill like 2,500. Let's say it's your buddy's. <laughs> let's say it's your buddy's dog. You see it like once in a while. So what's the connection to the kittens then? I'm just no connection. Right? No connection. You're just well, if you're I have, if going out to a, a fucking, shelter and just euthanizing 25 of them. If I have a tie to, like, even if it's my buddy's or my <laughs> cousin's, like, boyfriend's dog, like, no, nah, I can't do that. Yeah, maybe I could. I'm telling you, it's the one over 25. 25 is, oof, that's aggressive. I, I mean, it's similar to the homeless person question. I would kill 25 <laughs> kittens and, versus mashing a bunny rabbit on the road. You know what I mean? Like, I would... So much rather do that than kill a squirrel. 
Um, not even a question in my mind. Easily taking out 25 cats. I, th- I think it depends on what kind of dog it is, but I'm heavy taking on the kittens. Yeah. I'm very heavy going that way. Especially, I mean, if you think logistically here, you could you could construct some sort of mechanism that could just be one oh, you swoop. Just, <laughs> it doesn't have to be in a row. Yeah, you, you put them in a burlap sack and you just throw them in a lake. Oh, I think, no, like, no. <laughs> There's no, there's no fun in that, man. Wait till the bobbles stop. I think that the, it's a wrap. <laughs> Are you gonna put some catnip in there too for him? Some warm milk? Well, the catnip's oh, not a bad idea. Cause I it, feel bad talking about this. Was, I don't. Anyways, so like, I think the cutoff for me would be like 50. <laughs> like right around 50 cats is when I start to be like, all right, this is a <laughs> this massacre. This is a bloodbath. <laughs> this is genocide. This is going You're wiping on, whiskers yeah. out of your eyes. But the way that I'd want to kill them, like you guys said like in the burlap or whatever is like I would just let them loose in like a fenced in yard and sit up on a perch and just pick them all off you know what I mean like that's oh all but you would want to just get them in one fell swoop there's no fun in that it's like shooting birds you know no yeah but then the last one's there looking at you meowing I'll put it right between his eyes I don't care oh god <laughs> it's funny we talk about this because I'm watching the show Chernobyl right now on HBO. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, go watch it. It's a five, five-part miniseries. Jack, I know you want to watch it, so I'm not going to spoil oh, anything for so you. So badly. But one of the parts in the show that they highlight is that when this reactor went off and radiation went all over the Ukraine where they were at, um, the animals became contaminated. House pets, uh, you know, deer, like whatever. A lot of dogs, more so dogs. And one of the things is they release soldiers into the surrounding area to go just shoot the dogs because, like, they had been left behind in the evacuations. They, they were like, you got to leave your animals. But at the same time, like, if they ran to another county or something, they could infect more people because they literally were carrying this radiation. So one of the jobs is, uh, yeah, they had to go around and just shoot these dogs. Well, everybody knows if you ever played the game Infection on your iPhone a couple years ago, quickest way to take down the world's population is through the animals is it yeah so my question to you guys is like would you is that a job you'd want because like one of the other jobs is like going near the reactor and like you know oh dude as as far away as possible as i can get from the radiation that's what i'm saying like this is one of the jobs like they could send me to russia be like dude go hunt down some of these dogs that ran yep they're they're dead Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, it seemed like no, a pretty good gig. It's like taking down all a coyote. Considered. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know what I mean. Am I wrong in saying it'd be kind of fun? You know, like they're running up to you. Like it's kind of like ah, you know, three, two, one. <laughs> I don't think it'd be I, fun, I but I don't know if they'd still respond like a common house pet. One of the biggest things, actually, they said this is a fictional recount, but like a lot of it is based in truth. But they said like they were house pets. So, like, they were really friendly. That's what they illustrated in the show is, like, they kind of, like, run up to you. And the biggest thing was, like, don't let them suffer. Like, if you wound them, you got to shoot them again in the head. Like, they tried to be, like, kind of humane with it. You know, those Ukrainians and Russians, when you think of humane, you just slap that right next to them. (laughs) (laughs) Slap that on the Soviet uh, USSR. Yeah, yeah. Freaking Stalin and his little scythe thing in his logo. That's a good, good guy. All the jobs he brought. Well, Luke, we definitely missed you at volleyball last week. You're um, not being there. Yeah. You know, I thought you were going to show, but it's okay. You had the softball tournament, your other volleyball tournament going on. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I guess you don't want championships because that's what we're playing for. I guess you're not a lumberjack. But yeah, so really what happened, we're, our team name is the Lumberjacks. Everybody's made fun of us up until this point, I feel but like. no one's beat us. 
Yeah, it's and, funny. They make and fun. And all we do is split them right down the middle. Uh, yeah. Like a lumberjack would. Absolutely. They come at literally. I'm I'm the team captain, so like I'm usually you know walking around the court first, talking with the other team, and they're like, "You you guys are lumberjacks?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh, we don't." You know, we're gonna big burly guys with flannels on and a beard. And I'm just like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, let us know when you're done warming up. Like, you know, we're yeah, good one. Yeah, here I just need to hit the ball once, and then we'll sweep you. So yeah, we haven't lost a single game yet, uh, as you might have heard last week, and that stays true this week. Yep. Uh, we played with four this week in four a six-person league. Yeah. Um, and didn't miss a beat. You know, I almost felt more efficient with four. Yeah. Well, I definitely played better. Yeah, you did. You definitely. You know, we did. were talking about. Uh, I needed to contribute a little bit more to the team. But um, with the fours, you know, I was able to move a little bit more freely. And it's it's all about repetition. Like, once you get involved a couple times, you're good to go. Like, you're not going to fuck up. You're not going to make a mistake. Yeah, you're not going to have the yips anymore. At least we're, like, you know, a bunch of stud athletes like ourselves aren't. But, dude, this other team is, like, I literally left there and I was like, is this the first time you've ever hit a volleyball? It's kind of like blue balls, man. Like, I get there, I'm all excited, I'm all jazzed up, and then it's like, they're not taking it serious, and we're just leaving after three games, you know? But it was uh, extremely productive. Very excited for this week. Why? We're back at full strength. We're back at full strength. Yeah. Well, and we're finally in the 6 p.m. time slot. Facts. So that means dinner and drinks for Boogie after. This time tomorrow, we're at Condado, you know? You know, knocking back drinks and eating tacos. Well, you guys are at Canado. I'm not at Canado. Why? Because. Victoria's down. She's not down. Why is she? Okay. <laughs> this pocket pivot. This pocket pivot. <laughs> <laughs> she might be down, but I don't know. Why did she say she was down if she's not down? I haven't talked to her. She probably is down. Did you see the group chat? But I think I'm not down. Why? Because. Canado is so much better than Barrio. It's not even funny. Because, like, how many times are we all downtown together? Like, let's eat downtown. The last four weeks in a row. Okay, but they've been 9 o'clock tip-offs. You think that's what they call it? Dude, I'm coming off a sickness. We got a big night Friday night, big night Saturday night. Why do you want to go out on Thursday? Big night Saturday night. You're going going to forward on Friday. I'm out of town. Where? You're not. (laughs) Where's Jacko? Where's Where's Jacko? Jacko's not in Cleveland. That's This chapter is closed. I'm turning off my location. You're going to have no idea where I'm at. I know you're going to Mansfield. I'm not going to Mansfield. Columbus? No, I'm taking my dad on a golf trip for Father's Day. Where are you going? Uh, Ogilvy. Where the fuck is that? West Virginia. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's You're here Friday, though. It's It's a Sunday trip. It's going to be steezy. That's a Sunday trip. Nah, but yeah, it's you're right, really Thursday night. No, oh, no. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So I, I think where we're at with volleyball is, you know, we probably shouldn't be in this league. We probably we should have challenged ourselves a little bit, but we uh, should be an intermediate. It's okay. You know, we'll, we'll take our cash prize. <laughs> I don't even know what the prize is. I know when we win it, we're going to be like, all right, what do we win? And it's going to be super underwhelming. I would be happy with t-shirts that say like Whiskey Island League champions with like a whiskey glass. Like, I'd, I don't care. I'd be happy for a $200 gift card to the restaurant. What about like a $200 yeah. gift card to, you might not, but like dude, Winking Lizard or like Harry Buffalo? I would love that. Why we're would you say sp- that? Well, you've never been to Harry Buffalo. I've been to Harry Buffalo, motherfucker. Okay. Relax, all right? I just don't know why you're coming to my neck today. Have you eaten there? I think I had wings. Okay. Yeah. But could you imagine if, like, 
after we won, they're like, here's your $250 gift card to like a restaurant that we like. And we're getting real weird on a Thursday night. Oh yeah. Like boogies, no call, no show at work on Friday. Oh, what if it was Hofbra? Get Love some that. shot skis going for you. Hofbra. Yeah. Some, some uh, big pretzels. Some, uh, what are they called? Steins. Yeah. The big ones. Yeah. I, I know I sent you guys the article, but are you guys excited for that 4 a.m. close time that week of the All-Star week here? Dude, that's dangerous. It's going to be a Bro, lot. Cleveland people aren't going to like, that's not like, we're not used to that. It's going to be interesting. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Cleveland is hosting the All-Star, MLB All-Star week this year. And during that week, 72, 73 restaurants and bars in Cleveland were approved to stay open until 4 a.m. Any bar that's like relevant. Yeah. Any whatsoever. town hall, Restaurant anything on West 6, anything open in the flats. Four. Yeah. Anything that you would want to go to is open until 4. Cleveland or even on like, you know, whatever. Huron, but um, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be interesting. I, I don't know, it could go either way. I don't know if there's gonna be a ton of people out, or it's gonna be like dead after 2 a.m. I think everybody from out of town is gonna be out super late, especially people from the west coast. True, um, but yeah, I think Cleveland people on I don't know when it starts, maybe we'll say if it starts Friday. No, I think that's the thing, is like it's like Tuesday to Saturday. Okay, so if it starts, obviously, nobody's gonna be out till 4 a.m. on Tuesday or well, Wednesday. <laughs> well, no, 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 I don't have a job. Yeah, it's no, it's probably it's probably Friday, July fifth to Wednesday because the All Star Games Tuesday, the Home Run Derby is Monday, so everybody's gonna be here that weekend. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. You I don't me? know. But I mean, yeah. I think Cleveland people are gonna just blitz it hard on Friday. They'll be out till four a.m. and then Saturday it'll start dwindling at three, and then by Sunday everybody will be going home by two. Yeah, I, like I can the see locals. See, there's a real possibility. See, I think there's gonna be. An uptick in arrests. Oh, for sure. Uptick in anything that has to do with alcohol. Cleveland did pretty well during the uh, finals last time we won, though. Yeah, that was like a... Nobody had time to plan for that. You know what I mean, though? Like, it was like a shock. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Versus, like, like some degenerates are seeing that right now. Like, ooh, like 4 a.m. Like, it's tearing up those nights. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. got time to plan. What time do we... At that point, like, if we did, like, a table somewhere, like, what time do we get there? 1.30? Yeah. I'm no, gonna, I mean no. we'd probably get there still at midnight, dude. I'm only used to that shit in like, like Vegas or Miami. But like, I couldn't even imagine rolling up to a bar at 1 a.m. in Cleveland. You rise to the occasion, bro. We'd have fun. Big fun. naps coming up for Jacko. We're gonna have fun. It's gonna be a good time because we're gonna take advantage of it. And you're coming with, absolutely. Big Tim and Kim get him out that weekend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my dad couldn't handle that. Debone always rises to the occasion. Quick story for you guys. When uh, Simon graduated uh, prep school, he went to prep school in Princeton, New Jersey. And we went to his graduation. Oh, and um, my father, Simon's father, does not, uh, he's not a late night guy. He doesn't really drink much, doesn't go out. Jack's dad, however, uh, basically like an old frat guy who played <laughs> football. Uh, Just great looking dude. for a reason to get twisted and so we go out the night before simon's graduation after like a real nice dinner and we stayed out till probably 132 at the biggest dive bar in princeton new jersey and uh so all kids from the college a lot of foreign exchange people very weird crowd but we so had an weird. absolute blast oh. uh just slugging drinks till till uh 2 a.m i think we had just turned 21 then too so it was like it was it was fun to go out and do that 
It was, yeah, that was definitely a good weekend. But yeah, Big Tim would be a nice asset to have down there. Speaking of the big guy, Simon, I didn't get to fill you. I filled Luke in on this. I didn't get to fill you in on this. I played golf with him a couple weeks ago. I haven't seen him this mad since I clapped back at him last year. Really? What What happened? Why? Dude. Like, unfiltered, unhinged rage. <laughs> Can you give me an example? <laughs> Can you tell me why? So... We're playing the course that, like, we used to be members at. It went, like, we left, and then the club went under two years later. And then recently, like, Jack Nicholas's company just redesigned it. And they sunk, like, a ton of money into it. And we're like, oh, like, we'll go play it, you know, because we remember it. Because that's where I kind of grew up golfing. And it was car pass only, like, storm the whole day before. And I'm like, damn, all right, this is, like, tough. It's, like, in a valley, so it's really hilly. You know, we're fucking walking around. It is like so soggy, like you're flopping shots everywhere. And it's just like beating us up. And like we're on hole 15. And like the cart path is 150 yards away from the green. And like the dudes in front of us literally drove up to the green. It was like dry at this point in the day. Yeah. So like we followed their tracks, like drove right over. A ranger comes out, like oh boy. <sighs> one of the old guys. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like walking back on my phone. So he makes contact with me first. And he he doesn't say like, hey man, like, you know, it's car pass only today. Like, could you please stay off the grass? He goes, what don't you understand about <laughs> car paths only? I was like, I was floored. Oh, I was that like, is great. I was like, look here, man. Like, I'm sorry. There was tracks. The guys in front of us did it. Thought it'd be cool if we followed. Won't happen again. And he, and he like, he didn't stop. And then so my dad got in the fold and he goes, well, like, Really, though, like, we told you guys it was car pass only. Like, what are you doing breaking the rules out here? My dad's like, look, you know what? Like, I don't need this shit. Like, you guys need me. Like, I don't need you at this course. Like, this is ridiculous. And then the guy drops on us. There's, like, this kind of, like, crappy public course called Sweetbriar in Avon. It's it's nice, though. Like, I like playing it. He goes, this isn't Sweetbriar <laughs> you're playing at. And my dad just goes, like, you have no idea who I am what I might be capable of, where I've golfed in my life, for you to, like, come here and, like, run us down on that, like, absolutely absurd. And then the guy just keeps going, you can't be on the car pass. And then at one point, he says to him, he's like, do you want me to, like, kick you off the course? And my dad's like, yeah, like, take us off the course. Like, we're leaving. And I, like, kind of looked at him. We had my buddy Matthew with me there. And he's like, come on, like, we're leaving. And I was like, no, like, I kind of want to finish. <laughs> Dad. And um, so, anyways, he ends up taking the golf cart. I finished with Matthew. We played, like, super quick. And he just, like, he got there, went into the pro shop, like, bitched out the manager and was like, you guys, <laughs> like, never getting a dime of mine again. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, and they ended up, like, sending that dude home. But it was, it was, like, a different level of Tim Matt. Wow. I would love to see that. Tim's a pretty even-keeled guy. Dude, he's the easiest going guy in the whole world. I can't believe that that happened to him. I got in the car and I told him, I was like, feels good, doesn't it, buddy? Like, you know, <laughs> you've been big rock into Little Rock steam off. Buddy. Yeah, like blow some steam off. Like, oh, that was at least five months of aggression. Just dude, shove it up this dude's ass like fucking piece of shit. Old guy. It's like probably worked a factory job his whole life. And now it's like out here like bossing people around on this. What he thinks is like a pristine golf course. And it's like, buddy, this probably doesn't even hit my top 50, you know. But uh, yeah, that was... That was something else. 
All right, so uh, it's everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Simon Squib, Boogie's Beef, and Luke's Log Jam. So uh, I'm going to start because yeah. it just happened earlier today. I was coming out of the gym, and uh, I was, like, waiting at a stoplight. Some dude was in a car in front of me, had a sticker on the back of it. It said, don't text and drive. Light turns green. He was on his phone and didn't turn. <laughs> like seven seconds. So I gave Mike a little beep. And he like looked back at me, like threw his hands up, like, what the hell? And I was like driving behind him. And I was like, dude, like you literally have, it's like the craziest thing. Like don't text and drive. And you're the person on your phone. And then we like get out of the, I went to the same gas station he did too, because I had to fill up. And dude's just like staring me down. Like, like I'm the asshole here. Yeah. It's like, you're the one, you know, walking around thinking it's like, wow, look at this upstanding citizen. You know, everything he's doing for the community with that strong bumper sticker right there. I know. Yeah, I don't think that you're the one holding up traffic on your phone in the middle of like a crowded intersection at rush hour. That. I see that. I think that dude's a fucking narc, you know? Yeah, I he is. I mean, cool. he is a narc. All right. I'll, I'll get us going next year. Luke's log jam is, uh. Just like last week, we're going with golf. Um, public course golf etiquette uh, and just overall, I mean, Jacko and I played a nice public course yesterday. And one thing I've noticed is there's no signs on public courses. The notoriety is severely lacking. So there was 27 holes on this course and we had to go to the pro shop twice to ask like, where do we start? Because it's not like one 18 hole course and one nine hole course. There's like, uh, like the ocean course and then there's like the the cart course and then there's like the pavement course like it's like that's the names of the courses so we have no idea where we're starting and then we pull up and there's just arrows that are color-coded that we have no idea and then secondly more importantly for the log jam was we were on 16 we we're a twosome and there was a foursome in front of us we were waiting for 15 minutes behind them and then we hit ours <laughs> both of our shots right up on the green two putt and like they're just stepping off the tee box and they're like hey guy like come and play through so we grab our balls we hustle off the green we get in the cart and jog. pull up and one of the dudes is like oh, I, I guess not and they just pull away <laughs> wow it was like unbelievable <laughs> it's it was like out of like a movie or something i was like did that just happen that's absurd um yeah, those are great. Wow, my squib for the week, kind of serious, kind of not. Uh, my squib for the week is actually littering. Um, you guys know I'm a conservative guy, but I'm trying to save the planet, clean up our oceans. And one story that comes to my mind, uh, it happened this week, is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my car. I think we're coming back from downtown and somebody I was driving with, you know, I give her a piece of gum and she eats the gum and throws a little wrapper out the window. And I'm just like, <sighs> I know it's small, but... You know, like we don't do that. And that happened to get in high school uh, with a full venti Starbucks cup driving near my parents' house and down a nice road, Chagrin River Road. And this chick just puts on the window, looks around for cops and just throws a full thing out the window. I sent them the brakes back then. I was like, you better go pick that up. Like, that's fucked up. So, you know, don't litter. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just throw it in a trash can or keep it in your car for a little longer. Um, so, yeah. That's my squib. That does it for us here. Podcast number five or six. Number five, I believe. I think five. Yeah, five in the books. Yeah. If you guys know us, feel free to call us. Leave us a voicemail. Maybe it'll make it in the next podcast. We'll see. Anything from you guys? No. I had another good time. Look forward to next week. All right.